Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so excited to have you. And happy Monday. We absolutely love Mondays, and we hope you do too. And regardless of what day you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your life. Now, today we're going to talk about something that's a little more on the money side than the meaning. Typically, we lean into the meaning, but the topic of investing, it seems to be everywhere these days. And you can't go anywhere. You can't even get on social media without seeing investing. So I think that's kind of cool. I love that, that investing is something that people care about. But unfortunately, the way it's being talked about and the way it's being done kind of scares me. And so we're going to talk about that today. And so I put a tweet out the other day, and, and I really want to talk more about this, dive into this. But I, I think there's three kinds of investors. And I'm just going to go, go through them one by one. Here's the first kind of investor that I'm seeing all the time today. And that's the kind of people who think that they can day trade, they pick individual stocks, they use margin, they trade options, they follow the meme stocks. They just kind of follow the herd because people are making money. And it feels easy. It does feel easy. People are winning right now. Now, if you're in your early 30s, you've never experienced firsthand what it looks like when the stock market starts to melt. We've never really seen that over a sustained period of time if you're in your early 30s or younger. All we know is up, up, and up. That's all we've seen because it's been an incredible ride. And so a lot of people are doing pretty well right now and investing seems easy. And so it, it reminds me, when I, when I started to get worried is when somebody sent me a link to a TikTok. And this TikTok was about this, this couple that travels, that travel the world or travel the U.S. And they were saying, hey, people are asking, how do we fund this? Well, it's pretty easy. We buy stocks and they go up. And then when they start to go back down, we sell them. And that's how we make money. It's easy. Everyone should do it. And I thought to myself, oh, my we have now entered a really dangerous place because it's not that easy. It's not supposed to be that easy. But right now it kind of is. There was a young guy that recently he reached out to me and he was, he was really excited about his investing success. And he said, Travis, I've made all this money. And he shared all these numbers with me. And he goes, man, Travis, he goes, I love, I love this. This is, it's easy. And I said, it's not easy. And what you did actually isn't that good. I said, my four-year-olds could have done better. And, and I, I was kind of joking, but I was kind of serious. We had a good laugh about it. We're friends. And, and he asked me what I meant. And I said, the stock market as a whole did better than you did. And he says, yeah, but the stock market makes, makes, is supposed to make 8% 8, 8 a year, right, Travis? And I said, well, yeah, on the long run, but it's done really, really well. I said, the stock market by itself has more than doubled over the last five years. And so I said, here, let me, let me prove this to you. And so I asked my, my business partner and producer of this, of this podcast, Cole, to, to randomly pick 10 stocks. And so we, we pull, up, pull up a list of the S&P 500. He randomly picked 10 stocks. His random pick beat this young guy. And so, I, and, and so this young guy's like, well, that's, that's a fluke. That's an anomaly. And I said, okay. So I called my wife, Sarah, up. And I said, hey, Sarah, I need you to pick, randomly pick 10 stocks. So she did. And she beat this guy. And then for safe measure, I, I called my buddy Austin and I said, hey, Austin, can you, pick, can you pick 10 stocks randomly? He said, okay. And he beat this other guy. It doesn't mean they're good stock pickers. It just means it's done really well. A lot of people have won. 
And I think it's giving people a false confidence. And so you see these wild stories now, especially on social media, these people that are making 10 times their money, 20 times their money, you know, AMC and GameStop, and you're seeing all this stuff happen. And, and it, it's, it's easy to feel like, oh, I better get in. I'm going to miss out, right? It, it feels like that because like, I don't want to miss out. I want to get in on that. It feels too easy. Everyone else is getting rich and I'm not. But here's the truth. Some people are getting really, really wealthy on some of these things. And they're making a lot of money. That is happening. They're not liars. But for every one of those, there's probably 99 who aren't. And some of those 99 are really getting hurt. And I've, I've talked to several of them that have really gotten hurt, especially in the GameStop, the AMC stuff. It's called survivorship bias. You're not going to go post on social media when you lost. You're only going to post on social media if you won. And so for all the people that didn't win, they're not posting about how they lost. They're just kind of stepping back and thinking, oh, man, that, this sucks. And so all we see is the really good stuff. And then it makes us feel like, A, it's easy, and B, we should get in on it. But when we get on it late, that's the people that are going to lose. And that's my experience watching people navigate some of these, these meme stocks, some of these, these other things, some of these major companies that have done really well and they're amazing companies, but they, they jump in and they think that they're going to ride the wave and it, it doesn't always work that way. And for some, it actually is working that way right now because the market is so good, it's hard to lose. And everybody thinks they're going to beat the market. Everybody feels like they're going to beat the market. But the truth is, very few people can actually beat the market. And very few people have consistently, over a long period of time, beat the stock market. And, and, and if you think that that's not true, they did a study a few years ago. And they looked at the last 15 years of the stock market. And they wanted to see how mutual funds did compared to the stock market. Now, mutual funds are managed by some of the brightest, highest paid investing geniuses in the world. They just are. And so they thought, okay, let's see how they did against the stock market. And what they found is that 95% of mutual funds did worse than the stock market over a 15-year period of time. That's right. Only 5% of mutual funds beat the stock market over a 15-year period of time. These are really, really smart people. So what makes us think we can beat the stock market if 95 out of 100 experts that get paid to do this for a living can't do it? The scary thing for me is when the stock market turns negative, and it will, it always does, so many people are going to get hurt. They're going to get hurt so bad because they're investing in a way where they have this false sense of confidence because it, it is going well right now. And it will until it's not. And when that happens, it is going to be painful for people. And I'm really scared for a lot of people for that, especially a lot of the young men. I'm seeing a lot of young men do this because it's kind of fun. I've been there. I've seen it. I've done it. It feels fun until it doesn't. So that's the first group of investors. The second group of investors, they're the people who believe the stock market is too risky and they simply choose not to participate. It feels like gambling and people say, well, you shouldn't invest anything you're not willing to lose. And, and so that makes you think like, okay, I'm probably going to lose all this. Um, it, feels like, it feels like you're just flipping a coin to figure out if you're going to have money or not have money. And so it feels scary. And for some, it feels kind of evil. 
They look at it and be like, it, it, it just feels like this thing that you're being set up to fail. You saw that a lot with GameStop. We're like, the little man's being set up to fail. They can't win. And so there's this mindset that like, I'm, I'm going to stay out of this thing because it's too risky. And I think the stock market does feel risky. When we turn on the news, all we see and hear about is when things are really bad. Now, if you're, if you're a little bit old enough, you remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, when the stock bubble, when the tech bubble burst, the stock market fell by 46% over about 18 month period of time. That happened. Or how about 2008? The stock market fell by 55%. You literally lost half of your money. That happened. And then in, in March of 2020, as COVID-19 was spreading globally, the stock market fell by 32%, a third in just five weeks. That feels super scary. There's no way around that. Those things feel scary. And that's what we're hearing. That's what we're seeing. And so when we think of the stock market, we, of course, it feels really scary. But here's the thing we need to think about. We need to zoom out again, because we're thinking long-term. We can't think of this week, this month, even this year, or even this decade. We have to think long-term. Over 150 years, the stock market's been around for a little over 150 years, the stock market is up 9% a year on average. And people say, well, yeah, what about a recession? What if a recession hits? And, and my answer to that is, it will. It always does. In fact, this is the longest we've ever gone in U.S. history between recessions. So it's probably coming. And what I say to them is, okay, we've had, in 150 years, we've had countless wars, including World War I, World War II. We've had 30 recessions, the assassination of a president, 9-11, the tech bubble burst, and a global pandemic that shut down the entire world. Through all of that, 9% a year. That doesn't feel that scary. If we look at the stock market and we, maybe we break it into smaller chunks. So we have 150 years of data. Let's look at it over a five-year period of time. So you can pick any little five-year period of time. So if you have 150 years, there's 145 five-year periods. One in 10 of them, so about, you have about a 10% chance of losing money over a five-year period of time. So that's a real chance. That's a real likelihood that you could lose money. But the worst you would have done is lose 11% a year. So you would have lost half your money over a five-year period of time. That's the worst you ever would have done in the history of the stock market. That feels kind of risky, right? That does. Losing half your money over five years, that feels risky. Okay, let's, let's go out to 10 years. If we have 150 years of data, we have 140 10-year periods of time. You have a 2% chance of losing money a 2% chance of losing money, and the worst you ever would have lost money over, over that stretch, over a 10-year period of time, is losing 1.4% per year. So the worst you could have done in the history of the stock market is lose about 14% of your money over a 10-year period of time. Okay, that doesn't feel too risky, but there's some risk in there. But how about this? 15 years. There has never, ever been a 15-year period of time where you have lost money in the stock market. It's never happened. So to me, when I look at that, 15 years, it's never happened. In a 150-year period of time, you couldn't find a 15-year period where you lost money. I like that. I like that, that number. Let's take it one step further. 25 years. 
over a 25-year stretch, so there's 125 25-year periods in that stretch of time in stock market history, not only did you, did you not lose money, but the worst you ever would have done is make about 5% a year. So you would have tripled your money plus some. That would have been the worst you ever could have done over a 25-year stretch in the stock market. That doesn't sound risky at all. So I like that. When I think about the big picture, that doesn't sound risky. And so that's what I really talk about with my clients when we're talking about investing and, and what do we do and how do we do it. Because we need to have that, we need to understand the big picture. Because it's, it's true, we could lose a lot of money in the stock market next week. We may, or maybe not, but I don't care because I think about the big picture. And 25 years might sound like a long time. It, it is, it is. But the main thing a lot of us are, are investing for is retirement. And if you're, if you're 25 years old, you have 35 years before you can even touch that money. So this is a long-term endeavor for us, for most of us. If you're in your 20s or your 30s, you have a long ways to go before you even are going to, going to consider touching that money. And so we have a long time. We do have a long time. And so I like to take that perspective when we think about the stock market and is it too risky? Because I think the people that, that feel like it's too risky, they're watching people around them do really risky things with the stock market. And notice how I made a differentiation between investing in stocks and investing in the stock market, which brings us to group three. So group number one, the people who think this thing is so easy and they can't lose. Group number two, who think the stock market is too risky. And then group number three. Group number three, they recognize they're not going to beat the stock market. But they're not going to. And they know that. I know that. I'll never be arrogant enough to think that I'm going to beat the stock market. I'm not. But this group of people also recognizes that the stock market's not risky over a long period of time. Short period of time, yes, but long period of time, it's not. In the track record of, of around 9% a year over a long period of time, that's attractive to them. And they're willing to invest very patiently, very consistently, and very calmly. And it's not going to be sexy. They're not going to have something that they're going to flash up on social media to show them they tripled their money overnight. That's not going to happen. It's going to be boring in some people's eyes, but they will be the ones that win. And unfortunately, that group three, it, it's too small of, of our population. It needs to be bigger. It should be almost everybody, and it's not. And I work with, and I work with people that make six, seven hundred thousand a year, and and I work with people that that make thirty thousand a year, a year. And I'm watching some of these young teachers and, and young entry-level people that are just starting their careers and they're getting this stuff right and we teach them, how do you invest like this? It's game over. Like they've figured it out. They've already cracked the code. And over a long period of time, they will be greatly rewarded. And here's the best part. They're not going to lose a minute of sleep over it. They're not going to worry. They're not going to stress about what the stock market did today or what the president tweeted or what this other country decided to do. They're not. They're just going to live their life full of meaning and impact and joy and let this investing stuff do its work. Because again, this isn't about being rich. 
This is about living a meaningful life. It's about not dwelling on it. It's about being a good steward and not worrying about it. And I think a lot of my clients, they would say, they don't think about their investing a lot. It just happens. It's just a rhythm of their life. And they have comfort in that. And that, and that the track record of the stock market is what the track, market, track record of the stock market is. And so they're not, they're not going to overthink it. They're just going to live their life. And that's what I do. And that's what other people do. And I hope that's what you do. I hope we don't get caught up in the madness. I hope you're not, they don't live in fear of the stock market because over a long period of time, it's our friend. And so I, I hope that helped. And, and if you want to learn more about this investing stuff, we went hard into the investing stuff in, in our course, Meaning Over Money, which is an online video course specifically created for young adults. And so we have an entire section for investing where we talk about these concepts. We go into much more detail. We have some tools that you can use. And we actually have some walkthrough videos to show you exactly how do you invest and some suggestions of where do you find the best possible investments for you. And so if you're interested in that, go over to meaningover.money. And, and because you're a listener of this podcast, we want to give you a discount. So you can get a 25% discount by entering the code podcast25, podcast25. And, and we, want, we want to offer that to you. If you want to go deeper into this stuff, this piece alone will have a multi-million dollar impact on people that are in their 20s today. It will. It's amazing what can happen if we do this stuff right and then not worry about it anymore. And if you're not interested in the full Meaning Over Money course, which is 10 sections, if you just want to look into the investing stuff, we actually have an investing course alone, which we took the investing section out of the main course and just created a little separate course with just that in it. So it's a smaller course. It's cheaper. You can still get 25% off of that with the same code, Podcast25. So if you're interested in that, great. If not, I hope this episode of the podcast added some value, helped, helped clear up some of the noise with investing, and that maybe you can see the real truth here. And so if you want to connect with us, we'd love to, to hear from you. In the show notes, you can see our Instagram, our email. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, we always want to take your questions because really this is about you. And so if you have questions, we want to answer them. So let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what's on your mind. We're so grateful that you're here. Take care, guys.